What if there was something that you could do when you just didn't know what to do? What if there was something you could rely on, depend on, go to, when you have no idea where else to go, what else to do? What if I told you that this is available to you? You may not have it now or know how to get to it now or how to depend on it now, but with a little time, you can. Welcome back to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Shane Gerhard, and this is episode 31. Let's get started. Welcome to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. My name is Shane Garrett, and I have been developing my gift of hearing Holy Spirit's voice for almost seven years now. Over those years, I've had some amazing success, but I've also made a lot of mistakes and had a lot of failures. But each time I fail, I turn to Holy Spirit and see what He has to say. This podcast gives you a look into my life as I walk out my successes and my failures with my relationship with Holy Spirit. Let's get started. Before I go into what it is that you can do, where you can go, when you have no idea what to do or where to go, I want to bring you into my week, what's been going on these last few days, because there's places where I've failed in what I've talked so much about doing that I did not do. I was coming up to this podcast and I was figuring out, all right, what is going to be the content that I'm going to be delivering on? What is the content that I'm going to be speaking on? And I heard Holy Spirit come to me and he said, Shane, what is your podcast about? Like, what is the whole point of it? And I said, well, the whole point is to bring people into my day-to-day life with Holy Spirit, with you. I'm bringing them to my failures and my successes. And so he spoke up to me. He said, Shane, where have you failed this week? These last few days, what have you not done? I sat there thinking and thinking, and it came up to me. It's almost almost as if you're filling a bathtub, and it has toys in it, right? And the water that comes up, it brings the toy higher up. It's like I had what it was inside me, and it just began to float upwards. And... I grabbed it and I was like, oh, I didn't sit down with you to just be with you. I didn't sit and give you the time. I didn't make time for you, Holy Spirit. Here I am going on Facebook, going on Instagram, going through the podcast, telling so many people, let's just give him 10 minutes a day. And I didn't necessarily do that. I didn't sit down and make a specific carved amount of time just for him. What I did do is communicate with him every single day. And I was able to do that because of the time I have spent with him, building that foundation, building up the pedestal for him to speak to me, building up the muscles, my spiritual muscles to be able to hear him and receive from him. I was on Facebook recently and I was giving people advice on how to increase your spiritual muscles. And one of the things I was talking about with Holy Spirit is what is an exercise that I can show people? There's so many different aspects to it because when you're working out your body, you can really focus in your body. You can go dive deep into a series and figure out, all right, I want to work out my forearms. I want to work out my biceps. I want to work out my quads. I want to work out my calves. There's so many different exercises you could do specifically for your body, but likewise, you can go in and work out your spirit the same. You can go out and exercise your prophetic gift, your word and knowledge gift, all these different gifts that are available. You can go work them out. And I was sitting there thinking, what should we work out in our spirit? 
He said, well, there's a place of receiving from me. I hope you get this. He's saying, Shane, there's a place of increasing your ability to receive from me. Meaning, you can increase your ability to hear from Holy Spirit. And there's exercises to do this. There's multiple times where I would be prophesying over someone and I would almost feel like I'm getting weaker. Like it's draining. There's times where I would prophesy over five people and then it, over the course of time, I could prophesy over 10 people and I get to the point where I was before with five. It's kind of like working out. It's like, all right, you can pick up 50 pounds and then next time you do it, all right, I can pick up 60 pounds. It's the same thing. And I begin giving these prophetic words and in time, I'm at these conferences where I'm prophesying over 30, 40, 50 people at a time that are coming to me to receive a word. But you can increase your ability to receive from him, and it only comes from giving him time. Just like when you go to the gym, you're maybe given 20 minutes, an hour, hour and a half of your time to be able to work out whatever you're trying to work out. The same thing goes when you're meeting with Holy Spirit. There's times where we're meeting with the Holy Spirit just to be with him, just to hear from him, just to enjoy him, just to be in his presence. But when you come to him specifically to increase your ability to receive from him, what it looks like is setting time, 10, 15 minutes, and asking him open-ended questions. Open-ended meaning it's not a yes or no answer. There's details that need to come from it. Imagine you're sitting at uh, your company work and you're sitting down with someone and they're asking you about your job. And they're like, can you describe your experiences working there? Now you can't just go, yes, and leave it at that. It's not that simple. There's more that has to come through it. There's more that has to be given. There's more that has details to it. So when you go to Holy Spirit with an open-ended question, you're expecting a mass amount of information. And there's so many different open-ended questions you can ask him. The main one I love sharing with people is, Holy Spirit, what do you think of me? What do you think of me? And then begin to just listen and hear what he has to say. I love doing this. I do this almost every single time that I meet with him. When I set the time aside to be with him, whether it be 5, 10, 20 minutes. What I found, when I start doing it with 5 minutes a day, the next time it goes up to 10 and 15 and 20. Not because I'm purposely trying to do this. It's because I'm enjoying my time with him. And my ability to spend time in his presence without feeling tired or losing energy or getting weaker increases. Your body has a reaction to the spirit. And when you interact with the spirit, your body has essentially changes to it. It has cause and effect. And that's one of the best questions you go to him is, what do you think of me? And I ask that question just about every single time that I meet with him. But these last few days, I haven't done that. These last few days, I didn't give him that time. I didn't purposefully sit down with him. I almost started using it as an excuse. I mentioned this in a few podcasts to not block yourself in, not box yourself into a place where you can only meet with him one way. 
that meeting with him in the car is okay. Meeting with him in all these different areas are okay as long as you just stop and give him the time. And that's the part I missed. To be completely honest with you, that's the part I missed. I was communicating with him through the day. Different areas would come back, and I would give my focus to him like, Holy Spirit, I need your advice on this certain thing. How, how do I navigate this? But I never set the five, ten minutes to just be with him, right? I began to use the not boxing him in as an excuse as to why I didn't need to set ten minutes with him. And as I'm sitting here, I was talking with the Holy Spirit. I'm like, man, what am I going to speak about on here? I already had a piece. What I'm going to be going into with you in just a little bit on where to go when you don't know where to go, that kind of I had like because I was living it through the last few days. But the next piece, I was like, no, I need to fill more time in and really give, but I'm not sure what it is. And that's when he said, where did you fail? And I say for me failing because I speak about doing this to you, to others. I consistently tell people to give him five, ten minutes a day just to be with him, just to talk with him, just to hear from him. And yet I didn't do it these last few days. I failed. I messed up. But knowing that that's what rose up, I understand where I need to improve. When you fail or when you're going through life through the different seasons, when you're going through the seasons of life, I like to look at it as a pool, right? You have this pool and as a season pass, wind comes, rain comes, snow comes, whatever it may be, junk begins to get in the pool. And if there's a tree coming over it, enough wind is a, comes and it can just blow a branch into the water. Now, it may be really heavy and go deep, but over time, it rises to the surface. And I liken that to when we spend time with Holy Spirit, things rise to the surface. They rise in the water, and you just come with your net, and you just clean it up. You just clean it off the surface. You're like, okay. You don't go, bad pool. How dare you have stuff in it? Why don't you have any? Why aren't you clean? Why do you have this junk here? You're just like, all right, I got to maintain it. I have to maintain the pool. You have this mentality that this is part of the ownership experience of having a pool is maintaining and cleaning it. It's the same thing that you have when you're interacting and developing your relationship with the Holy Spirit. When you're going through life, you need to have this maintenance where you're going within yourself and figuring out, okay, I need to clean this up. I need to work on that. I need to develop this. I need to clean this out. I'll go into this in further detail at another time, but there was a time when I wanted to pursue a girl, and as I was getting into the process of it, Holy Spirit said, you need to protect her heart. Above all else, protect her heart. Protect it. I'm like, well, what does that mean? It's like, well, first you need to heal yourself so you don't bring the hurt and pain that you have inwardly outward onto her. So the first step you need to take in protecting her is healing yourself. And so every single day I met with Holy Spirit to heal a past wound. 
And like I said, I'll go into this in further detail, maybe on the next episode of what that process looked like. But essentially, I just wrote down each one of my fears and I addressed it with him. And he helped me work through it. This is something I want to go in more detail. So on the next episode, that's what I'm going to be going into is that process I went. But it's the same thing. It's, it's, it's taking the time to maintain myself. I'm the temple, right? I'm the temple of God that I'm hosting him. It needs to be maintained. Dust comes, dirt comes, and that's okay through the seasons as long as you're purposefully maintaining. Which is a great segue into what my earliest statement of what do you do when you don't know what to do? There's a simple version and there's a long version. The simple version is you turn to Holy Spirit. The long version is you develop a relationship with Holy Spirit. You build your ability to hear his voice. You increase your ability to hear his voice. And you continuously, continuously maintain the relationship. This all takes time, building a foundation. Because a lot of us go into our relationship with the Holy Spirit not understanding how to hear him. And there's three steps in essentially hearing his voice. The first step is asking to hear his voice. The the second step is acknowledging that you're going to hear his voice. I guess that would actually be both in the same, asking and believing. So acknowledging that you're going to hear him. So I'm going to count that as one. The second one is confirming that, or actually, no, it is identifying how he speaks to you. And the third way is confirming that it is Holy Spirit. So the first one is asking and believing. Acknowledging that you're going to receive from Holy Spirit. The second one is identifying how he speaks to you in the sense of, is he going to speak to you in pictures, in song lyrics? Are you really are you going to hear his voice? Are you going to have a memory come up? Are you going to have Bible verses come up? He speaks in so many different ways. He's multilingual, and he's not stuck in one way of communication. And you got to recognize how he communicates to you. When I was first communicating with him, he spoke to me through scripture. And then I began to build my ability to hear his voice. It may operate differently for you. So you're acknowledging, you're asking, acknowledging that you're going to hear him, believing, faith. The second one is confirming how he speaks to you, identifying how he speaks to you. And the third one, you have to confirm you're actually hearing from Holy Spirit in the sense that you're testing against the word of God, that you are making sure that it isn't just you're identifying the emotions essentially behind it. Is it self-centered? Is it self-pride? Is it love, patience, joy, testing the fruit of what's coming out? So it's a multifaceted way of identifying, but that's it comes down to three steps. And you take those every day and you build this foundation because this is what happened to me just the other day. I woke up. I was feeling very good. I was energetic. I got out of bed. I got some work done. I went outside, did some work, and then I ended up going right to the gym, and I had a really good workout. 
a strong workout. And I, I was like, yes, this is the start of a really, really good day. And I got home and I didn't want to do anything. It was the complete opposite of what it's normally like when I get out of bed at an early hour and I go work out. I normally come up pumped and juiced and ready to tackle things, get things done. But I don't know what it was. I started making a little bit of breakfast and I mean, I say breakfast, but it was literally like uh, 2 p.m. <laughs> and I'm just eating it, standing there, not really thinking of much. I had no interest in watching TV. I had no interest in going on my computer. I had no interest in going on Facebook. I had no interest in doing anything. I just stood there, kind of blank. I was aware that I had no desire to do anything, but I was just sitting there. And then I went in my room after I was done eating, and I just sat there. I had no drive to do anything. I was like, this isn't good. And I knew it, but I had no interest in doing any single thing, and I could not figure out why this was happening, why I didn't couldn't move. And so... I'm trying to mentally figure this out in my own head. I'm like, okay, what are some things I've done in the past that allowed me to get through funks? And the first thing that came to my mind was I need to go for a walk. So I sat there, I think, for 20 minutes acknowledging that I need to go for a walk. I need to get out of here. I need to go for a walk. But I just sat there. I'm like, hmm, I should do that. I should be getting up right now. <laughs> but I'm not moving. I had no drive. I finally got up after maybe 20 minutes. I'm like, let's just go for a walk. I get out the door. I walk around the corner. I'm maybe 50 feet away from my house. And I'm like, holy spirit, what the heck is going on? I didn't want to listen to music. I brought my music with me. I had no interest in listening to music. I had no interest in being outside. I had no interest in doing anything. I'm like, holy spirit, what the heck? He said, Shane, you're affected by the weather right now. You came outside in a cold morning, and now it's a sunny day. There's stuff in the air that's really messing with your body. It's affecting you. I would have never figured that out. I would not have ever figured that out. And you know what he said next? He said, Shane, what you need to do is go take a nap. I wasn't tired. I had no interest in taking a nap. I mean, granted, I had no interest in doing anything. But I, was, I wasn't tired. It just worked out. I had coffee. I'm feeling good. And he said, Shane, if you need to take an allergy pill because there's stuff in the air that's messing with you and the weather's also messing with you, take an allergy pill and go take a nap. I'm like, okay. Not what I was expecting. Not what I had any idea I could be doing. So I do it. I go home. I just turn around. I walked like 50 feet from my house. I'm like, I don't even want to be out here. Walk in my house. I take an allergy pill. And I go lay down. I'm not tired. I, just, I laid there for about maybe 20 minutes until I started kind of like getting a little tired, that, that beginning feeling. Like I said, I had worked out and I had coffee. I was not tired. And I laid there. All of a sudden, I woke up. It was a little darker. I'm like, what just happened? I looked at my phone. An hour had passed. Okay. And I felt really good. I got up. I started looking around my room. I got on my bed. I started moving around the house. I 
started walking over. I saw some dishes. I was like, I started cleaning them. And I'm like, okay, I need to do this. I'm like, what the heck? All my energy's back. My drive is back. I'm getting some work done. I went on the computer. I got, I finished some things up. I went on Facebook and I was able to create some content and post it. And I'm like, oh, I'm getting everything done. I'm just like, what the heck? So my whole entire point is I had no idea what to do. I didn't know what was wrong. I had no answers until I turned to Holy Spirit, until I went to him and I asked him. Now, if I had done this, I don't know, five years ago when I was just learning how to hear his voice, when I needed to go to a specific place to hear his voice, because at the time I only really heard him when I was at church. I couldn't really have a conversation outside of church. I needed that atmosphere. So could I have done this then? I don't think so. But if you spend time developing your ability to hear him, developing your relationship with him, working on it, you know, it's the same with any relationship. If you're dating someone or if you're engaged or married, it takes time to understand their communication to you, right? They may say one thing and mean a totally other thing, not in like a manipulative or bad way. It's just you can, you can read what they're saying better than anyone else because you understand how they communicate. They can speak to you through their eyes so well because you understand them. Did you know that when you first started dating them? No. But over time you did. You developed that. The same thing goes with Holy Spirit. Build that with him. It's what I was able to do and what I was able to depend on when I didn't know what to do. So again, the simplest answer, when you don't know what to do, when you don't know where to go, go to Holy Spirit. This is Day by Day with Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Shane Gerhard. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. If you're enjoying what you're listening to, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you want more content, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at DBD with Holy Spirit. See you there.